0: Well, hey everybody, welcome to church. It's so good to be sharing God's Word with you guys today. Uh, My name is Luke. I'm one of the pastors here from Lifehouse in Osaka, and I'm just so excited to be able to share with you God's Word around a really great subject that we're sharing a bit about this month, and that is how to have a healthy mindset, how to have healthy thinking, Uh, good judgment, um, healthy habits in our lives. It's a good way to start of the year. Many places, this is spring. Um, And for some places, this is autumn. But it's definitely a change in season. So it's a good chance to really reset our thinking and make sure we're starting off on the right foot based on God's Word. So we're going to look at today at a young man in the Bible. We're going to look at a young man. His name is David. And how David had incredible thinking for a young man. He was really uh, just had just a, a very clear mind. The Bible says he has great judgment amongst many other things. We're gonna learn today how David developed a healthy mind or a healthy mindset. Now, David was helping out a king. The king's name was Saul. He's a famous guy in the Bible for not being the best king ever in Israel. He was actually the first king of Israel, a tall, good-looking guy, head and shoulders above, everybody else, but he actually had real mind issues. In a real contrast to David, this young guy who's very famous for killing giants and just being a great king, he, he had a very healthy mind. And we're going to see the difference here, how David really developed that. So we're going to start off with Saul's story. Um, uh, one of the things you're going to see from Saul right up is he had, he had just like average people around him. I mean, he had people giving him bad advice, people even telling him his mind troubles were coming from God. But they did have one good idea. I'm going to read this in First Samuel 16, verse 15. In, in, in that, their One bit of good advice was, let's go find somebody who can help the king. So they say to him, he, uh, he says, okay, uh, there's a spirit that's troubling you from God. That was what they thought. That's how smart they were. Uh, he, he was, so, And they said, let's go and get someone. He will play smooth music. And he will be well again. All right. King Saul said, find someone who plays well and bring him here to me. And one of the servants said, I know somebody, Jesse. He has a, he has a little boy. His name is, uh, his name is David. We're going to read later on. He's from Bethany. He's, he's a talented harp player. Uh, he's maybe a guitarist these days. And not only that, he's a brave guy. He's a brave warrior. He's a, he's a man of war. And he has good judgment." And he has good thinking he's a good sharp young guy he's also uh, handsome if that if that helps um, and the Lord is with him so Saul sent his messages Jesse say bring your son to me at once so uh, when a lot of people hear about David they think about this young guy who is uh, he's a sheep guy meaning he that he just he sits around all day and he just plays on harps sitting on a bench playing harps just to the sheep just like this and that's just David's life and that that could not be further from the truth. I mean to to look after sheep is is a mission. I'm sure he actually had sheep and goats right. I actually come from a farm family and I come from a horse farm family. We had had a lot of horses growing up and uh, horses are fantastic, easy to work with Uh, but goats and sheep. David had a bunch of goats and sheep very different, very more challenging. So I decided when I was a young guy, I decided that I was gonna buy some goats, right? As you do. So I spent, you know, all of my days after school preparing these fences all around our place. We had, a, we, my parents let me use a, a, a paddock in our farm to be a goat farmer. So I, I, went, I went to my school and I, I bought some goats. Okay, I bought three goats and uh, I, I got them in the car I brought them home and we unloaded. I had prepared. I did my best. We had electric fences. I mean, but goats are just escape artists. Goats will eat anything. Goats are a mission to deal with. And so I had them in the, I had them in the yard. I was so excited about it. We're going to get wool. We're going to get milk. I was ready to go. Anyways, An hour later, I turn my back and the goats have escaped from my escape proof Fence, they're escape artists, they're out. Well, usually we had a bunch of sheepdogs around our house, but for some reason we didn't that day. All I had was some little puppies. I just had some sheepdog puppies and I was I was little as well. So I just got my sheepdog puppies and we started chasing these goats up the up the road. And they're they they're just they the sheepdog puppies are running and I'm running and the goats are running and I'm calling out to my parents, not there. I can't ask for any help. So I've just got to somehow I've got to catch these goats. So they start running through neighbor's yards. I'm jumping fences. Puppies are running after me, chasing these goats. Neighbor's like, what is going on over there? I'm just up the road, all around the street. We chased them for a couple of hours before they went into this paddock with very long grass. Anyway, I've lost these goats as they've run through the long grass. The puppies are still chasing them, but they've gone up a mountain. And I just thought, I'm I'm lost. I, I, I had to give up. I let the goats go up into the mountains. Well, the next day I get to school and my friend comes up to me, and he lives over the other side of the mountain on a farm. And he comes up to me and he says, Luke, I've got some new goats. These goats just walk straight into my yard. It's amazing, I've got some new goats. I said, hang on a sec, they're my goats. Those goats are my goats. And he said, well, not anymore, they're my goats. And I said, hang on a second. these are my goats. Well, after a very long, discussion, I decided that probably what was best for the goats that they went to my friend's house who actually had real fences and uh, they would live a much happier life and uh, we could exchange a few things. But I realized that day, you know, looking after goats is no joke. Looking after sheep is a big job and you need a a mindset. I mean, basically, if you think about David's life, he he was a small business manager. He would have had to do so many things and have a great sense of thinking every single day, hardworking, talk about hardworking this young guy and doing it all by himself. What an incredible thinker, incredible healthy young man. We're going to read, I just want to share today three mindsets that, that David had, three mindsets that really helped him shape great thinking. And the first mindset is this. This is the first mindset, is that today is going to be a winning day. Today, I'm believing that I'm going to go forwards. This is a healthy mindset that we need to embrace, that today, no matter what's happened yesterday, is today I'm going to go forwards. And and what this speaks to me about is it speaks to me about daily routines, is that no matter what's happening around me, if I can get some good, routines happening then today can be a going forwards day no matter what challenges come if I can have some good routines and take little steps forward every day then I'm I'm a little bit closer to where I want to go are you with me do you understand what I'm saying so so in our church we talk about this all the time we talk about yes it's journaling Journaling is just simply reading the Bible, writing something down. This practice, this daily habit in God's Word is, is so vital that it helps set us up to have a good day. I do my journaling in the morning um, before I get out of bed. Uh, I actually do it in bed. like uh, when, As soon as I wake up, I roll over and I grab my phone and I start reading the Bible. Why do I do that? Because If I start working on other stuff, I will probably uh, get preoccupied with doing other things. I know that, so I want to set my day up with prioritizing daily habits that will set me up for a win. This helps me stay clear in my mind. The, The second thing you'll hear about a lot in our church is you'll hear about this thing called simple prayer. Prayer, instead of bringing my problems to Facebook, Instead of dumping my problems just on my wife at first, I'm going to bring my challenges to God. I'm going to bring what's, what's maybe what's challenging to me. What's, what, I'm, I'm going to bring everything that I'm thinking about, everything that's on my mind, I'm going to bring it to God. This is prayer. This is communication with God. How powerful is that? And, and I tell you, just by prayer... It actually does a lot in my own heart to really work through these issues, uh, work through, and I'm going to get ideas, creative solutions. I, so much of the strategy and answers for things in my life come out of this prayer relationship, this giving my stuff to God. And then the third thing we talk about is forgiveness. Forgiveness is key. Forgiveness is so key. Forgive everybody every day. Let me say that again. Forgive everybody every day. Forgive everybody. Don't hold any unforgiveness any day. If you do these three things,